it's hard to keep a podcast. It now. is like when you when you're in the when you're in the groove and you're talking and you're having a good time. It's it's so hard to 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 try and keep it under a certain time. I, I know when I do my show, it's like I'm always watching the timer and I'm like, oh man, are we going to be able to make it? And every time, yeah, it seems to work out and stuff. But it's just like, man, I could go for, I could do the Joe Rogan thing and go on for like three hours. I know, I know. Eh? But but people have an attention span of a gnat when it comes on YouTube. It's like six minutes, I'm out. I look at the metrics. It's six minutes. That's it. That's all yeah. people have time for. No, it's, I hear it's you. a shame, really, because like it's on our last show today. when we did, when, like on our last show we did a lot of talking and stuff. Man, we really didn't get into the meat of the stuff until like a good hour yeah, into things. I remember that, yeah. And if you're not sticking around, you're going to miss out on a lot of really cool stuff we were talking yeah. about. So, oh well. well and, and I just, I just look at it in terms of thank God there's the audio one where you can come and come back, come for a little bit go away and come back well all of them i mean that's the thing that people forget they seem to think like i'm i'm stuck here for two hours like i'm in a movie theater no you're no, not you're not no you're not. pause <laughs> it come back yeah, yeah no one's no one's forcing it to people all like, the time like, just consume like, it little bite-sized chunks it's not the end of the world guys i wonder what joe rogan's average watch time would be oh i i i love that that podcast i didn't want to stop but i did it in chunks too i couldn't i couldn't oh, devote yeah. three and a half hours in one shot but the thing is with his podcast, like Trevor said, he's so into it. He's so involved where he doesn't set himself like, hey, an hour and we're out. Uh, no. It's him. It's very like, I want to get through everything. I want to get through the nitty gritty uh, while I have like a really cool guest on. Um, yeah. He knows like someone like Elon or any of one of his guests, I'm sure, are busy, right? So he knows that if he gets them on, he's probably not going to get them on for another six months, if not a year. So yeah. Take full advantage the of it. The thing with the Elon interviews, especially the last one that he did, was was really good. The previous two were not as good. I mean, the problem is, is that, you know, we're all in the same boat, right? We're all in the same forest. We're all watching Tesla stuff on a daily basis. We know what's going on. We see Elon and like, God, will somebody ask him a different question? Because we've heard <laughs> this like 30,000 times. Yeah. So, and it's always the same way. I know if I ever got Elon on the show, I wouldn't be asking the same questions. No. It'd be very different set of questions. Not personal well, stuff. It, it would just be like inner workings of Tesla. And of course- you know, Elon is, oh, well, we can't talk about that or whatever the case but, may be, right? But, I but I'd ask. rather have, have him say, hey, I can't talk about something than hear the same answer. Yeah. Answer slightly different than the last 15 billion times. Yeah, at least heard. ask it to see. Yeah, Like, I listen to every interview that he does, right? Uh, yeah. But they're all the same at the end of the day because the questions are always the same. And yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Well, you got to wonder if they're if the interviewee or er, interviewer is restricted by his handler to say, like, oh, these are these questions are off base or off limit and only i, I mean i don't know is, do you think elon is like that you could probably expect that some of that stuff is probably like yeah don't ask these these questions yeah. although i'm sure if you took elon off to the side and you would ask him <laughs> some very directed questions you would um, shut up yeah it's 50 well no it'd be 50 50 whether he would answer it or not because you don't forget he has a fiduciary duty as you know against the sure. fcc and stuff he can't say certain things but elon I, you can always tell he's like a little kid in a candy shop if he could talk he would oh, he yeah. loves talking about stuff, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? a lot of things he like, can't help himself <laughs> yeah he's like he's an engineer he doesn't care about the business side of stuff he's just like he's always thinking about well what do we do this what do we do that well, you can tell even when he's answering questions, he's answering the question, but his mind is racing. You can tell he's oh, thinking about elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. something he's, else. He's always, too. he's always, he's never yeah. looking at the interview. He's thinking off. He's like, yeah, uh, it, like he could smell the the smokes coming out of his ears. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell he's like answering the question with part of his brain, and the other part of his brain's like thinking, oh yeah, totally different. Where he's yeah. like, okay, I figured this out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to you, and I just figured out a solution to the 
<laughs> the one cast mold or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to put a little little speech bubbles yeah, over, separate over thread the going on over here about cast yeah. molds. And... <laughs> We're all on single core. He's like multi core. Yep. <laughs> He's a quad core. <laughs> uh, you know what? We usually take this time to just like you know shoot the stuff and and wait for people to come in and not talk about Tesla stuff. But you know what? We've been talking about Elon and Tesla stuff. So you know what? I I would consider this already started. We're five minutes in, and you know, welcome to the show, folks. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast. We're already in. We're already started. Uh, if you joined us, we were just uh just casually chatting, which is what I I like for this the podcast. You just have a casual chat. Like I said from day one, when I very the very first podcast I did, I said, we're not experts here. Don't come here for official news or anything like that or <laughs> accurate journalism or anything like that. But we're here just casually talking about what we all have interest in, which is Tesla and Elon and SpaceX and all that kind of stuff. Everything that I guess revolves around Elon. So, so uh, you know, that, that still stays uh, over a year later. The same thing applies. Like, we're not experts. We just chat, right? And while we were uh, waiting for everyone to come in the in the chat on video, we've uh, the three of us, my three buddies, my three Canadian buddies. We're all doing an all Canadian uh, thing again this week. Oh yeah, we, eh? yeah, eh? yeah. <laughs> it's like when we were in. I was in Clubhouse earlier tonight in a Canadian thing, and that's what we were doing. We we're doing a doing the whole Canadian stuff. Anyways, we have um, we have Franklin, and he's a semi staple person here on the on the show. I said staple, not stable. But we have a someone that we <laughs> get every now and then. Here. Yeah. No, not not staple. <laughs> not that kind of stable. We have Trevor from Model 3 Owners Online. Uh, he's been on the show a numerous you can't times. Can't get that straight, can you? Nobody model? can get that straight. It says Model 3 Owners. I'm reading That's my it. Twitter handle. It's Tesla oh. Owners Online. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You know, I can never formerly Model it. Three Owners Club. Hey, you know what? I can't shake it. It's just you, it's going to be with me forever. You're, you're absolutely right. And last time I got it wrong too. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I'm just going to read what he puts there. So I I definitely won't get it wrong. You can still type and in Model Three Owners Club and it still goes to the website. So whatever. Yes, Tesla Owners Online. Yes, that's, that's right. it. Yes, but you used it used. Yeah, you know how it is. Trevor, welcome <laughs> back to the show. No problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, no you know problem. what? I listen to your podcast. I, I watch it, and that's you know I participate in the chat and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and and that's uh, what and that's what Franklin and I said. We're like, you know, Trevor brings so much wealth and knowledge to the wealth, yeah, uh, knowledge to to the <laughs> to the chat and everything, and uh, his fingers must get tired of typing and, and trying to keep up with the conversation before <laughs> we move on to the next one. Let's just get him on the show. He he can explain everything uh, and his and we can get his take on on things because just my you know, take. I don't want to take yes. over the podcast or anything. On but the, I'm welcome. Oh, I'm never, more than never. happy to give you my take on stuff. At yes. the end of the last uh, last episode last week, I go. Trevor wants to join. We have to get him on. Yeah. No, because and I apologize. I saw I saw that you put in the chat after I scrolled back up near the end. I think you might've been gone by then. It was near the end of the show, if not the end of the show. And, and it said, and you'd said, Oh, you should just get me on and I'll talk about it or something. Like something to that effect. I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. And I turned to turn to Franklin. I'm like, we got to get Trevor on. I'm like hundred <laughs> percent. I love Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we who love you too. Who, yeah. who doesn't? Yes. Where's nutmeg by the way. Um, he is uh, most likely cuddling with my wife in bed right now. Uh, and she for anyone on the couch that doesn't know who bed, Nutmeg so. is, <laughs> it's Trevor's cat. cat. <laughs> is, yes. is is that your um, spaceship behind you too? Oh, this? Yes. That is, uh, oh, here, let me go get it. 
<laughs> I didn't mean he can't hear us, but I didn't mean to have him get up and everything. But it did you, look you like you want to grab his big rocket. Is that what it is? Come on, Franklin. Come on, Franklin. We welcome all our Facebook fans. Hold on, let me put my headphones on. Okay, no, so I... this this is a I don't know what scale it is. Don't ask. You don't know what scale it is. <laughs> I don't know what scale it is, but it is a SpaceX um Dragon Crew capsule. I took the front door off. Anyways, um Look this is designed that. by a gentleman in the UK. His name is Andong. And his website is morethan3d.com, and he has fantastic models. Look at the heat shield on the bottom. Oh, my God. That's and all the whole 3D thing printed? Comes apart? Oh, yes. This is 3D printed. Yes. And it even has an articulated wow. cover. And then the dock springs out like so. Of course, one of my astronauts just fell out of his seat. Let me give you a full screen here. So there's... And it's even as astronauts. <laughs> There's four of them here. I'm going to actually take it up. Sorry to take over the show here. But no, buddy, gonna... I asked you because it looked very interesting. And I remember it is really, really cool. Seeing your um, other videos. So, uh, so I'm just going to close the top. Now, the model's designed actually in such a way it's, he it's held together with magnets. So if I just pull the shield off. Look at that. And then the now you can see. The inside, so you have our astronauts on articulating seats. No way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you got four astronauts there with the with the screen, and I haven't put any stickers on the screen or anything like that. But the astronauts are in little articulating seats like so. And uh, this part pulls off, that part pulls off, and then here in the back you have the trunk. And you can see there's some magnets on there, and it's really highly detailed. And I didn't print out the I didn't print the other part, but there's actually a hidden compartment that you can print um, that goes in here and twists on, and you, you know you can put your weed in it or something like that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation went sideways quick. Uh, it's an old Saturday thing. How long did it take you to print? Oh God, oh, don't even ask. Forty days, um, forty nights. This this is probably on the order of 200 hours to do. I was going to say easily over a hundred, but yeah, that makes. Yeah. Well, I also did this. I also did the big starship as well. Have you I seen guess. that one? Yeah. I saw yeah. that one. Uh, it's too big for me to, to, no, to bring no, don't, don't that. That one that. took, that one took a long time as well. So hopefully this one doesn't fall down. Anyway, so it gets held on with magnets and then you've got the, and that goes on like that. There you go. That's so, so cool. I apologize for any uh, of our audio mm. listeners. You have to check out the video of what Jordan yeah. showed us in the last minute. That is mind-boggling. That's amazing. It's and, a beautiful piece. And you know what? Like, who, who, who's the guy in, in Europe again? That, that his Ang? name is And And Dong. I'll give you the link. Uh, anyways, the web the website is more than three D dot com, and you can see all of his models there. He not only has this, but he's built two different sizes of the Starship. I built the the the, the big one. Yeah, which is one point three meters. That was insane. Yeah, was yeah that so one's an good. insane model. Yeah. And he also does a large, and I printed one, a, a Raptor, a Raptor engine, and it's got to be about 14 inches tall. Really detailed, too. Anyways, he's got some nice stuff. Neat wow. guy. Yeah. I, actually, these seated astronauts were something I contributed to the project because he originally had an astronaut was just standing up outside, and he says, oh, I can't figure out how to get him to sit. To sit. And I figured, well, maybe I can help out. So anyways, I, I made uh, a seated model. So those are my guys. That's awesome. That's talent. See, this is what we need on a show. Next week, Franklin, your homework is you build a life-size <laughs> rocket planet Mars. I don't care. You have something on. Well, 
that looks like that. Please, next week. Telling, but <laughs> it's kind of disappointing that we don't have our own, like... You're kind of disappointing after Trevor shows that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, it's disappointing we don't have, like, our own space agency in Canada, right? Yeah, so actually, a... we do. We do. We do. Uh, we we do. built the Canada arm. We yeah, do, but it's not... Um... And we have an Avro Arrow. We had. Not, not anymore. Yeah. It's not as prominent as what the u.s is doing no of course not but we do of course no no but we do have one (laughs) compared to them but i feel like we should put more into it um so here was here's my idea dax you build a rocket big enough to get the no no the u.s government no surprise me next week (laughs) don't tell me next week there you go (laughs) surprise (laughs) me (laughs) oh no that's uh that's cool and you know what it's test related i saw it i knew what it was i saw it in the corner in the background there and i figured i'd ask you that well, what you can't see is my Lego collection behind me and above me and upstairs, and that's my other thing. But 3D 3 printing is kind of a hobby that I have right now. That's awesome. You that's know fun. what I saw today? And I don't know if it's new or if it's old. Somebody, speaking of Lego, and this is going off on a tangent, but we'll get back in a second. Um, you'd like this, Trev, or anyone that's into Lego. It was the new Top Gun trailer done out in Lego, like 30 seconds of the trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. It was on a Imager. I'll send you the link when okay. we finish here. It, it looked really cool. They took obviously the sound, uh, the soundtrack, and they put it to Lego, and just like just like a whole Lego movie. And I, I sent it to, to like uh, everything is awesome. Yeah, it, it, I sent it to a couple of friends. I forgot to I forgot to send. It. I know you're such a Lego guy. I forgot to send it to you, Trev. But I'm thinking to myself, if they made the whole movie like this, or even the original Top Gun, like I I pay to see that. It looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. Franklin, do, do you know what Lego is, Franklin? Yeah. Okay, I'm just... Who doesn't? Well, he's a kid compared to us, Trev. Yeah, so but I don't you know. can buy Lego today. I know, Come my on. kids. I just didn't know if it skipped a few generations. Because it, didn't it, didn't Lego take take like a hiatus and then it sort of did a comeback? Um, the early 2000s, they, also, they almost went out of business. Yeah. Believe it or not. And they so came Lego, back strong. Lego was big when I was growing up, but I was really was into uh, Mechanic X, Mechanical X. Hmm. So it was basically like metal pieces with motors and stuff like that. Oh. Whereas more like you can build, like actually working cars and stuff like that. Yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, there was a there was you know there was always the mechano stuff, but I never yeah. liked the mechano stuff. Yeah, that, like, that didn't translate well to my hardware career, <laughs> um, pure software. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like the, the Lego Mindstorm stuff though. Anyway, I never even heard of that. Oh, yeah. Mindstorms. Yeah, that's actually really cool. But mm-hmm. yeah. Different discussion for a different day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was all right, all let's get back to the Tesla stuff. Come on. Exactly. We, we got to expand our discussion here, Dax. Yes. Yeah, so we go to to maybe Elon Musk and his tweet storm. It wasn't even. You know what? It wasn't even a tweet. Storm. We're we're gonna get right into it, folks. We're gonna tell you. We're gonna talk about Elon and his tweets and what it led to this week. And it's it wasn't even. Would you guys consider it a tweet storm or was it no. just? A, a few no. random tweets, right? No, it was more of an uh, SI, you know what, storm, uh, mainly because he was talking about FSD. Yes, exactly. You you mix Elon and FSD, and in, in, you put it in a mix, and, and you've got, you're right, uh, an S storm. So this started from, let me, uh, did somebody ask him? So I can't remember if somebody asked him, but this started back on March 5th, so not too long, today's the 8th, so it's three days ago. Elon came out and said, like I said, I, I don't recount if he, uh, uh, recall if he was replying to somebody or not. But anyways, uh, here's a tweet. It says, if you want uh, Tesla full self-driving beta downloaded to your car, let us know. 
so so you know so nonchalantly right like mm. like it's just so casual um and he went on to say doubling beta program size now with 8.2 and probably 10xing it the size with 8. Uh, 8.3 still be careful but it's getting pretty it's getting mature so just that what two three sentences <laughs> yeah i feel it's, bad for service yes and we talked about that earlier today and, and i do feel it it had 123,000 likes from then till now so in 3 days it it was retweeted over 1300 times and i learned this from listening to, to Ryan um Ryan's podcast uh, this weekend ride lightning uh, this is where he got his numbers and his numbers were as of friday or saturday um and hit they were pretty high um where is it here da, da, da. oh sorry it was retweeted 6700 times but where was it where I had I had the number, but I've lost it here. Uh, how many? About eight thousand replies, I think, at the time or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sorry, I thought I had it here. The the replies, but I guess I don't. And this is typical yeah. of Elon, right? He says, "If you want to beta self testing, uh, let us know." But yet, it doesn't tell us how. Exactly. Like he just leaves then, it there. So that's like, what the replies. Dangle the carrot, will you? <laughs> Everyone I, started replying. I put a joke and I put like a little service, like the took a screenshot of my my phone with the service thing. With Elon's reply, and I said, "Hey, I'm just reaching out to let you know." And this tweet was gaining traction like crazy over the first like two minutes. I had it up, and then someone direct messaged me like, "Please take it down." The service is going to get bombarded, thinking this oh, is yeah, legit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of was, people, you can't. Yeah, I was one hundred percent joking. Like, service doesn't have nothing to do with the beta. Totally separate team. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of people too messaging service and stuff, and that's why I had the tweet and I said, "Guys, don't go through service. That's not how it's done." I know. Uh, Did you do I, that? I, was, I, I didn't have a hard joking. enough job as it is. I was joking, but people actually thought I was being yeah, serious. Yeah, you, you can't joke with Tesla fanatics like that. Franklin, I didn't know you did. No, I, if I knew you did that, <laughs> no, because you're right. Like the people that really needed service this weekend or mm -hmm. this week coming up, you got to wonder if they got any, any appointments because service guys were bombarded with, with this kind of, I, I'm hesitant to call it nonsense. I don't know what else to call it. I mean, so, well, this is part of the problem, right? Because you got Elon that says, let us know, but yet there's no outlet for letting them know, right? Yeah. He's not saying email service or reply to me, nothing. So everybody's like trying every freaking avenue to try and get his attention. So I told people, for, for first of all, like, don't hit him up with service because that's not the appropriate measure. Um, just reply to Elon, give him your VIN number or something like that. So, um, and or course, just say, count me in like you did. <laughs> service well, has nothing to do with uh, so, so I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit without, and some of you guys may know this, but service has nothing to do with the beta. The beta has its own specific team yep. that are getting, sending out beta invites and people within the people who work at Tesla, uh, even on the engineering side, don't all have access to the beta because the beta team still has to decide who gets it. So uh, even within Tesla, if you, even if you're an employee at Tesla uh, working as an engineer, it doesn't mean you're instant access you still have to go through the correct channels. And uh, I was told that the uh, beta team is like extremely overworked. I'm talking before Elon's tweet. Uh, oh, yeah. They're overworked in imagine. terms of who they're sending out to. Uh, and that goes well above and beyond service. So uh, the best way to explain it, service is its own island in comparison to how the rest of Tesla works. And they function that way too in terms of uh, Paul's, like not policies, but how they operate more or less. So service is like totally disconnected from uh, FSD, 
to the point where even if you had FSD and you had to bring your car into service, chances are they can't even do anything to your car because it has FSD. That's how yeah. far away from FSD they yeah. are. So the whole FSD thing and anything having to do with software is all an extension of what they what Tesla internally calls the early access program. It's not EAP. I mean, they call it EAP. It's called early access program. It's not enhanced autopilot. It's a separate thing altogether. <laughs> um, and of course, that's why um, Andre Kaparthi, you probably have that tweet. Do you have that tweet? They brought yep. it up? I'm bringing it up right now. I actually, I just had it, and you started talking, so I thought I'd hold <laughs> off. But Andre, Andre is the head of uh, Tesla's AI, who's responsible for all this FSD stuff, and he tweeted out, says, you know, if you want access, email early access at Tesla.com. That's the way to do it. Yes, and they, that was they the next day. Their email process too within the, uh, like they he they put up this, and people started emailing them. And they had well, I, I had emailed not only well, I actually emailed Elon directly, but that's a story for another day. You did uh, as well as early access. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I emailed early access. I did get a response, but it was a canned response. So yeah, the, we all we all got that. It's the canned, canned response from early access though changed within three or four hours because the initial response was, "Hey, we're at max capacity. We're not accepting anybody." Mm -hmm. And then three hours later, the f email that they're sending out was, "We're reviewing all cases," mm -hmm. which. They're probably receiving like, hundreds of thousands. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. thank <laughs> I think I think five X that. <laughs> yes, like just I just can't imagine the inundation in in one area that that can happen from one man's. <laughs> I love Elon. Well, that's Don't forty get me million. Wrong, but that's, that's forty million followers. Yeah, for you. yeah that's cool. very irresponsible for him to do that. Yeah, just tweet me. Let me know. I'll read your tweet. <laughs> well, no, he didn't even say that. He said, reach. He said, let us know. Like, let us, like who? Like, anyone in Tesla? Can you this... walk into a showroom and say, hey, I want to, it's like, I mean, they're awesome. Franklin, but... I emailed, uh, so this is the email that I got back from uh, Tesla. It says, thank you for emailing, yada, yada, yada. We appreciate your participation feedback. All feature, uh, all feature related feedback will be forwarded to the appropriate engineering team. Uh, if any additional information is needed, we'll reach out to you directly. If you'd like to opt out of the early access program, please reply, blah, blah, blah. So that's the canned response. Obviously, it's different from what you got, but maybe I just hit them up early. I don't know. Yeah, so the first one basically at the bottom said, uh, wait, where was the... We, we all have it on our phones, do we not? <laughs> <laughs> we could e easily read it. Well, it, 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 it's, it, I mean, the way it's worded is like, I'm already in the early access program, but I can assure you I'm not. Well, the okay, so the first one said, if you have any inquiries related to early access program member status, we will reach out to you. We're currently not accepting new members to the program. Hmm. And then a few hours later, that changed to, we are currently reviewing all inquiries into the full self-driving early access beta program. So, like, it totally changed the wording within a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, within a few hours, I mean, that, that Karpathy tweet we saw that was the next morning or the next day like within yeah. the 24 hours and then a few probably an hour later or or maybe a couple hours later elon finally had to go back on <laughs> yeah and 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 retweet to his own retweet or or reply to his own tweet saying <laughs> i can't even say it with a straight face due to high levels of demand for fsd beta like no kidding adding and this is and, and you think he he's you think he's correcting a problem no now he makes it even worse yeah. <laughs> let me start off so he says due to a high level uh, levels of demand for fsd beta adding quote 
download beta, close quote, button to service section of the car display in approximately 10 days. Like, okay, a download beta button? Like, <laughs> so of course everyone got confused thinking, okay, it's gonna be a button that I just press and it's gonna download <laughs> to my Who car. Okay, hold on. There's a couple of things to this. Very you confusing. High demand. Like he didn't know that there was high demand. I know. Duh. That's what I mean. It's like he, he says it like shockingly. It's like he's just unexpectedly. I feel like that's a huge disconnect that he like didn't foresee. It. Do, like, do, due to be tweeting out and not thinking in advance about what the hell this was going to do, we're going to do this yeah, instead. Yeah. And then the download beta button. Do you guys both like? I'll ask you both and guys in the comment. Do you think everyone's going to have this beta button on their car? Or do you think it's still going to be? Of course no. not. No, it's regional. Come on now. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't mean. I mean everyone in the U.S. Well, um, I, I, th I think there's a couple things in play here. Um, obviously, the FSD beta, the the public ones that we've seen are in various geographical areas around the US, right? Uh, they're not absolutely everywhere. Keep in mind, what you see on YouTube and on Twitter as far as what people are showing uh, in their cars of, of FSD Veda, those, those people have been granted specific permission to show it publicly. There are many, many, many more people that have FSD Beta that are in the early access program that are not permitted to show their stuff. Is that just California? Is it all over the US? I couldn't tell you. I don't really know. So what they're going to do, I mean, Elon's tweet basically says availability varies by region. And of course, there's regulatory approval. So is he talking about US only? Is he talking about Canada? Don't know. We do have a tweet, right? You do have a tweet about um, our friend. Um... Mm -mm -mm -mm. Where is it? He did ask about. Okay. He did like ask James, about James Locke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. James. Yeah, James. Yeah, I, that, yeah, yeah, I meant more apologies, along the lines James. I couldn't remember your name. Will it be just in, uh, like, I'm saying across the U.S., do you think everyone who's an, who has FSD in the U.S. is going to have it pop up and be like, hey, uh, keep in mind one thing, and I don't know if I've ever shared this anywhere. Uh, I have, Are you, you're going to give us a secret? <laughs> sure. Uh, I have, per I've seen very good detailed information that Tesla's actively working on multiple tiered levels of the beta, uh, where they want to do a scaled back version of the beta, and I don't know what that entails. I just know that that was documented and it's in the works, or they thought about it at some point in time. I could see uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I, Again, I, I, I don't would know. have no issue with that. I, I, I have, I have anecdotal evidence of that, but that doesn't count for anything. So yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen documented information about yeah. it, but they didn't go into much detail about how the tiering system will actually work yeah. other than it's, Hey, this is something so, we should look at. Now, as far as what Elon's saying is, you know, due to high levels of FSD beta going to add a download button. I don't think that's going to be widespread. If you're going to be able to use the FSD beta, unless they count this as a trial, it's going to be for the people who paid for FSD beta yes. or for FSD. Right. Cause the last thing you want to do is give it to a guy who has EAP never paid for it. Yes, and you you, know, you, re they, you replied to somebody in in my uh, Facebook group that asked that same question today or that's yesterday. That's just my take yeah. because that makes the most sense for me. Why oh. would you tease somebody? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like they've done an FSD trial before an enhanced autopilot trial. They have done that in the past. Um, so, anyways, it can go both ways. But my personal opinion is that if you're going to get the FSD beta, you have had to have paid for at least FSD at some point 
during the ownership of that vehicle. Yeah, and they're, they're doing it right now. You're talking about that FSD trial. They're doing it, all the people at the end of uh, last year from like Boxing Day on. Didn't, didn't Elon announce that anyone who gets it within the last few days is going to three free months of FSD? That's my right. buddy, yeah, my buddy in Niagara Falls, he's he bought an SR just, uh, I think, on New Year's Eve. And uh, he's got FSD for three months. It expires April 1st. So I think there's. it's also important to mention that FSD doesn't mean the same thing to different people. Um, FSD is what we're seeing. Like the, right now, the FSD. If you were, if you buy it, you're not getting what we call navigate on city streets. What you're getting is navigate on autopilot on the highways, summon the parking, that kind of stuff. Auto lane change. That's all you're getting. This is the FSD beta. On the other hand, is the navigate on autopilot on city streets. That's a different thing altogether, and that is the ultimate goal of FSD as we know it today. So just make sure that you understand that you, you got an FSD trial. It doesn't mean you get an FSD beta because that was, you know, it's not part of the deal. I'm glad you clarified that, Trev, because you know what? Is it just me or has Tesla really dropped the ball on explaining this properly and made this very convoluted? Yeah, we understand yep. uh, because we're inundated voluntarily by this every day and this is what we do as, as a hobby but for the for the average person not even the average i was in clubhouse a couple days ago and somebody was in in there and said and he we had to or other people had to explain to him that fsd doesn't mean the same thing as everyone else has he was like really so people are paying ten thousand dollars and it's a promise to get this later and we're like yeah he's like I never knew that. Like he just, he had a, he had a Tesla and he just had a regular autopilot. He didn't pay for FSD, but he just assumed if he had paid the 10,000 or 10,600 here in Canada, that he'd be getting, or th that person would be getting everything that he's been seeing the beta testers on YouTube. And he didn't, he was like floored yeah, when he found out. It's all over the map right now. Matter of fact, yeah. I just, I just gave you a link to a post that I did on my forum, not to hijack anything, but mm. I, the way I see FSD is a little different. It is, it's too confusing. So the, the nutshell of my post is basically what I think, first of all, them choosing the autopilot name was brilliant on their part because everybody and their brother is trying to get in on the autopilot name, right? Some people call it pro pilot and this pilot and that pilot, whatever. So for marketing purposes, that was excellent on their part. But basically, I think the name is confusing for a lot of people, just as you said. And I really think that, um, Tesla's autopilot should be sold into basically three tiers. So the first tier is basic uh, autopilot as it is now. It's included with all the cars. You get it as part of the car. Mm -hmm. The second tier should be the return of an enhanced autopilot. And oh. that adds all of the extra non-full self-driving FSD stuff that they're currently beta testing. So give us the advanced autopilot or enhanced summon. Give us the auto park and, and all those fun stuff. And then, and only when FSD is ready, then sell a third tier. And that's the extra add-on for FSD. I think that's, that's more fair. It's uh, less confusing. And it's more affordable. The way that they've got it structured right now, where it's only two tiers, is just it's it's nutty. Yeah, I, that's I my have personal me, opinion. No, I totally agree with you, Trevor. I don't know why they went away or, or they they dropped. It. I mean, I know why, but I don't think I don't agree that they should have dropped the uh, EAP. Like, I mean, the enhance was great, and and it 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 bridged the gap for people that just didn't want autopilot wanted more than that, but they didn't, like you said, they didn't want to go the whole shebang and get the full. For, for those of you who might be new to Tesla, Tesla used to sell um, autopilot as two tiers, right? Enhanced autopilot and FSD. Okay. So enhanced autopilot basically had 
everything that we're enjoying today, minus navigate on autopilot because that came later, right? Maybe some small changes. And then FSD uh, was sold as a promise, right? There was no progress on it. You couldn't use it. There was no beta. There was no nothing. And then in March of 2018, they flipped it around. So then they started, <clears throat> oh, they flipped not only the feature set around, but they changed the pricing around. So now Enhanced Autopilot became basically basic autopilot. So the auto steer and the tra traffic aware cruise control were now included with the cars. And then they sold FSD as a separate package, which was still including the promise, plus all of the stuff that used to be part of Enhanced Autopilot. And they broke the pricing down. Anyways, they, they split it up. So... Logistically, that made more sense, but again, they should have had it as three tiers, right? So you get your basic autopilot included with the car. So you've got your traffic wear cruise control. <clears throat> you get your um, your your lane keeping, not necessarily the auto steer or the lane changing. Yeah, you can put that into EAP. So EAP, you give your smart summon, your auto park, all the little fun stuff with that. And then again, on, and only, in my personal opinion, unless Tesla's trying to do some self-financing on this thing, um, then sell the FSD as a separate portion. So you got your basic autopilot. It's included with the car. Maybe you sell EAP for five or 6,000 bucks. And then your FSD is the last 3,000 bucks or something. I don't know. Whatever yeah. the numbers might work out. But I think that would reduce a lot of confusion. And I think it would be a little more palatable to people in the sense that I want, I mean, because, you know, you get a certain portion of people that, that want all of the features of enhanced autopilot or FSD, but some people want a, a la carte. Like I'm never going to use enhanced summon. Maybe I don't need that. Okay, fine. Maybe you don't have to go quite a la carte as that, but maybe just breaking it up into three tiers like that, I think makes more sense. But anyways, well, Tesla's going to be Tesla. They're not going to listen to me, but Dax and I were talking to today about the uh, subscription price. Cause as <laughs> it stands now, the subscription price has to be $200 at least, at least, at least. Yeah. And most people don't, like I still see polls on Twitter and people commenting on different social platforms saying, "Oh, a hundred dollars or That's less than a hundred. Somebody came in a clubhouse a couple of days ago and said, "Yeah, it's going to be uh, like twenty-five or fifty dollars, right?" And no, buddy, I I felt bad for him because he was well. The problem with that is that it's <laughs> well. The problem is that they're setting themselves up for disappointment. Yeah. So if you err on the car on the on the side of caution and make it higher than you really expect it to be, then you're delayed. You know, you're delayed when the price is a little lower. But no, I, I don't. Yeah, hundred dollars a month. That's just not happening unless you have to pay for it in perpetuity, whether you own a Tesla or not. <laughs> it's well, the only way they're going to get their ten thousand dollar pound of flesh out of you. The the other thing too. Well, that's just it, right? Because it has to make financial sense for for them, their business. At yep. the end of the day, well, Elon and, has said numerous times. Yep. And it just, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but this is what you were going to say, right? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, Elon says numerous times. He's warned us. Like, I mean, without him coming out and saying, shut up, guys, it's going to be this price. Like, he's come out and said numerous times that at the end of the day, it's going to be cheaper to buy it outright than it is to, uh, subscribe to it so what does that tell you guys so that tells you it's not going to be cheap so it's not, yeah and, putting and the again, writing on a wall it's very simple math right you take eight years divided by your ten thousand your ten thousand divided by eight years and it works up to 104 so right off the bat it has to work out to more than 104 dollars on eight years of car ownership but that's assuming you're subscribing for eight years so it still has to be higher because tesla's not gonna do it at the break-even point because they want to reward the they want to make it more advantageous for the people that are buying it outright from the beginning yeah right 
you're well, you said at, that many times, like economics favor the early adopters at this point. Yep. Yep. So you're looking at at least $200 a month. That was my oh, guess. Yeah. And if and, you're Canadian, you're looking closer to 300 Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like I've been saying to some people too, like, and I'm very curious, I can't see them going any other way, but I'm very curious how they're going to do it is they're not going to like, I, I've in, in some of my groups, I've heard people say, Oh, I can't wait for subscription because when I go on a road trip in a summer, I'm going to get it from June and July and that's it. And then I'll just drop it. No, they're they're not going to let you get it for two months. It's not like, it's not like a movie blockbuster that you rent and give back. It's going to be. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's not Meg. He's he's back. Um, uh, The way I see it, the F the FSD subscription would be a minimum of three years. Like take a lease, for example, if you're going to get it, you know, your lease is going to be minimum, you know, on average three years. Right. Um, maybe you finance a car or something like that. Maybe it's structured in such a way that it's designed for the longevity of how the car is done. So they could have it in different tiers. I mean, they could have it as a fixed price for a guaranteed amount of this amount, or maybe it could be prorated in such a way that how long of your financing your lease is going to be. Mm-hmm. But so you don't can't be yourself. like, man, I'm tired tonight. Let me yeah. uh, let me enable it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I only need it for 24 hours. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen, folks. I mean, they got to get a. That's, the thing is, is that right now, okay. So what's the what's the cost of FSD? Is it it's ten thousand US or ten thousand Canadian? I keep forgetting. Ten thousand US. It, it's almost okay, the so, same right now. <laughs> it's going to okay, be about right. fifteen thousand Canadian. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's a discussion for another day as far as the prices discrepancy with the US. But anyways, uh, so ten thousand yes. bucks. Okay, so you got to do the math. Um, and I don't have my calculator in front of me, but we're not talking 12 months here, folks. This is several years worth of assuming that Tesla wants the same pound of flesh out of you that would get up front over a subscription. Right. So if yeah. you break it down like that, that's the way you got to have to kind of look at it. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I, I did do like a quick calculator that calculates all that. And every way you calculate is it, it, five, it works is it up. five years? Well, if you, if you pull it up, you can actually see, you can put in whatever you want. So if you put five years, Oh, times 10,000, it's 166 per month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very like very quick to calculate, and it's not rocket science. Hold on, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, <laughs> there it is right there. Yeah. So if you change the change like the top number to six or something, so it actually six, starts. Six years, everyone watching at home or listening at home and aren't watching it. So six years of ownership at FSD being 10 grand, you're looking at 139 per month. Yeah. If it's five years, you're looking at 166 and a half. But that's, that's years, the break even point. That doesn't account for making them money. losing out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because he said it, it's going to be cheaper to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know what, though, Trevor, uh, when, or I think you or Franklin said something about if someone is tired and they don't want to uh, drive home and they wanted to drive home for them. Yeah, you know what? I'd say to Tessa, yeah. Rent it to them for for twenty four hours. Sure, a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars for a twenty four hour span. <laughs> no commitment. <laughs> okay, but okay, a thousand dollars is kind of unrealistic. But like, if they had like a hundred dollar weekend or something, like three day, pa- like I don't think there's going to be less than. Oh, you can bet there'll be trial periods for it. Trial oh, periods, but I don't think nothing wrong be with like that. Three day weekend no, package. No. <laughs> There won't be any any weekend getaways or anything. But no, you, <laughs> no but there will be trials. And the trials will be brilliant. Think of it. If they do a trial and you use it for, for a, a week or a few days and you get hooked on it, that's like they got you hook, line, and sinker. They're smart to do that. And, and it's well, no cost to them, right? 
Well, exactly. This is software as a service model. This is where Tesla is certainly moving. I mean, it doesn't take very far to get into the Tesla app and click on, you know, upgrades to see, you know, the, the beginnings or the, you know, the, the beginnings of, of software as a service as far as upgrades in the car, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's where you're going to find FSD, whether you buy it or not. That's that's where it's going to end up um, in your car. The question is, is that what's the commitment? And that's the big, you know, elephant in the room at this point. We really don't know what they're going to charge for this thing. What I would like to see, though, as an owner of, you know, potentially two to three Teslas is a floating license, right? Because if I buy FSD, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to buy FSD for every car that I own. I would like to see maybe a single license that's used, uh, that's, you know, locked to, you know, a couple of VINs or something like that. It's a floating license of sorts because... Like software. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that I get in this car for this day and I'm the primary owner and it's tied to my driver profile. So I select my driver ah, profile. smart. Right? And then I get to use FSD. I drive my wife gets in the car and maybe it's tied to her driver profile she didn't pay for fsd she doesn't get it i don't know i i mean i'm just kind of spitballing at this point yeah you're right buddy because so, but no, my wife would question, never use it question for that though trevor <laughs> if what's to prevent you from just buying another car before you sell your old one adding the vin part of your list and it's more or less like transferring which they really said they don't want to do well, again, uh, like I said, there's machinations to this whole thing, but I don't know. <laughs> if, if I if I have three Teslas in my account, let's just say for a number, if I have three Teslas in my account and I can only drive one car at and, a time. and even yeah. time, or maybe two, I don't know, maybe <laughs> my wife and I wants to take different cars on it. Why do I have to pay FSD three times? Hey, listen. If I can I, only use on one car. No, no, no. I'm not a, look, I'm not against the idea. I'm just telling you playing devil's advocate right like i'm all for oh, yeah. i think they should have had uh like a fraction or a fee to have fsd transferred from oh, one car to the next to that's begin a with. whole different topic and it's yeah like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. But, absolutely but i think the problem with your idea and not problem i'm saying from the perspective of tesla right they're going to say hey there's no preventative measure in terms of basically it becoming a transfer method of fsd right uh and again I'm well not again that's that it's not well, it could be not only tied to the driver profile, but also the the VIN, right? Because yeah. I mean, these cars are connected. Doesn't yeah, take much. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Right. We already have evidence that they're starting to think about moving the driver profiles to the cloud. I mean, Green had already tweeted about oh, that. that. He's already I can't seen wait the, for that. The screens yeah. and stuff. So that's that's going to be brilliant. And that that would be really really nice. I mean, despite the fact that some cars are going to have some slight differences as far as the seating position is concerned, but things like, you know, all the features that you like to have turned on and off and maybe your radio stations come across in your playlist and stuff that, that would be really nice. Just but um, simple driving settings in terms of like certain things, yeah. it makes a yeah. world of difference. Well, and, and this is a thing that I've talked to, uh, communicated with me in the past, because when you switch between driver profiles, at least in my experience is that when you go into autopilot, those, those features don't get saved in the sense that, um, if you flip over, like I use easy access in my car, right? Yeah. Or easy entry or whatever it's called. You unbuckle, my seat moves up and my steering wheel gets out of the way. My car is a little lower than most Model 3. So it's, you know, it's, it makes it a little bit easier to get out. Um, and I remember when I first got the car that I'd completely forgotten that when you use that, unless you go into your autopilot settings and mirror them in the easy access thing, when you got back in your car and you'd be, like you're wondering why your car's not switching lanes anymore and stuff is because all that stuff is turned off. And I think it's a safety feature involved that when you flip back to your profile, those things are not automatically turned on. I, at least that's my impression. They might've fixed it since then, but 
for the longest time, I was wondering, what the hell's going on with all my stuff? Until I realized that I had to go into autopilot settings for both profiles and make sure that all of the stuff that I liked turned on so that I didn't lose anything the moment I unbuckled out of my car. Yeah. So that was something that I was fielding out for many, many, um, well, I mean, it seemed like months or weeks in, in many cases where people were like, oh, what's going on? And I said, like, it's, you forget that if you use easy access or easy entry, whatever you call it, that uh, some of those settings uh, are lost. So, And I think it's because it's like a flaw in how they develop the software uh, because easy entry is technically a driver profile, yep. which has to have all your profile settings. It, it's but, exactly what it is. Yeah, but the minute you go into drive, certain settings cannot be changed until yep. you're back into park. So when you go into park, you're back on easy entry. So unless you manually go into your driver profile, change your settings, you're always flipping the settings off, which can never turn back on, right? So it's kind of a design flaw on Tesla's perspective because they should have had like a, oh, I don't know. It, Probably it's, not it's, not as thought out as people thought or maybe expected it to be. So. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for the cloud thing. And and yep. Paul and I were talking about that just last week because Paul just got his new Y and he's he's saying, oh, I got to change all the settings. It's going to take me days. It's like getting a new cell phone, right? Before when you couldn't yet to manually set everything up. Now, now cell phones, you can just transfer all the information over and all the settings yep. seamlessly. So yeah, why can't you do it on in a car? And for people that are trading up or trading down or trading over oh, yeah. to different we, cars. We need, the, we need the cloud thing. Absolutely. Well, when I did sure. my hardware upgrade, I lost all my settings. And it took me like an hour to put back all my settings back. You know why you lost it? Because mm -hmm. you weren't nice to the service guy and ask him really nicely <laughs> to save your settings. Well, you know I what I'm angry about? And we're all saved. <laughs> I'm not angry about the settings. I'm angry that I lost all my three stars on Beach Buggy Racing. I was going to say it. I knew it had something to do with <laughs> the games. Yeah. <laughs> and my 2048 high score. Uh, actually, that reminds me, Such there was a, a time, and I think it was probably a couple of years ago, and then I tweeted Elon about the fact of having some kind of public leaderboard for the games. And he said, yes. oh, that was a good idea, and he was going to do it. Of course, a few years later, we haven't seen anything. So obviously, it's not very high on the priority list. But I do I do remember tweeting Elon about that and saying that uh, that was something I, we're looking at. When I tweeted my 2048 score, he said the same thing. I said, hey, can we get a leaderboard? He said, sure. But that was... That was before the FSD. That was about a year uh, and a half priority. ago. Yeah. yeah. Priorities but we do have leaderboards. Changed. To be fair, we have leaderboards on that one game. Um, Polytopia. I'll take your word for it. Never There's leaderboards it. on that one. Uh, yeah, they're probably tying into cloud service for that stuff, though. Yeah. Okay, I got a quick question before we're just going to inter interrupt the uh, FSD stuff. I, I got a couple more tweets from Elon to go through, but... Um, there's been some discussion in, in the chat here, I've noticed, uh, going back and forth. Uh, a person named Stephanie asked, uh, how do you all think the process will go for owners with 2.5 hardware signing up for the subscription when hardware 3 is required? Well, you'll get a hardware upgrade. Yeah. Like that'll come as part of the commitment, right? Again, if you buy for FSD right now, if you have 2.5 and you need FSD, you get a computer upgrade as part of the deal. As, uh, and, and there won't be any flat rate for the install or anything? That'll all be priced into the monthly? I, I would suggest that it's all included in the price. But again, it comes down to what's the minimum commitment that Tesla's going to want. People yeah. get a pound of flesh out of you. Exactly. That's the thing. It's good. Yeah, I keep going back to that minimum. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, where are we? Oh, where do we leave off? Oh, just one more thing on that Elon tweet right after he he confused all of us and said um, the download button. Was that it? Uh, the download yeah. button. Yeah, download button. He tweeted again <laughs> and said, tell me if, if 
where you got where your take is on this, guys. He said availability varies by region due to regulatory approval delays and or Tesla internal development and testing. Okay, we all knew that. Note, this is the thing. Note, word quote unquote beta is used to reduce uh, complacency and usage and set expectations appropriately. All software is first tested internally by Tesla's uh, simulation and uh, Q&A drive teams. So why do you think he went out of his way to define or note the term beta? Because his lawyers told him to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is all CYA stuff, right, guys? Come on. Yeah. Now, it, my next question to you guys is, do you see a day in the soon future, if that's a word, that we're no. going to come out of beta? No. Mm. <sighs> well, remember, how long was Gmail in beta for, guys? <laughs> I just looked it up. That's exactly what Franklin said today. 20, 2014, April 1st, 2014 is when they launched yeah. to July of 2019 or June of 2019. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's an email system that doesn't have the capability of causing havoc killing, or destruction. Killing somebody, on the world. yes, <laughs> exactly. And and how how many features in the car are still labeled as beta? And it's been years. Exactly. Now. Yeah, autopilot so, still beta. Yeah, this beta is going to be around for a while. Summon still beta. Summon <laughs> is garbage. Hey, settle down there. I love <laughs> summon. Did you I use it today, used... Franklin? I never. Used no, it. I couldn't. We're like, I don't know. You usually get your daily. I don't uh, trust fix. it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I trust it more than I should. It's it's yeah. a great feature. We'll see. Uh, you know what? It makes for good videos and it makes for fun, impressing people. But um, I only use it in school parking lots when nobody's around. I do. I, I mean, going to Canadian Tire and trying to summon your car. Forget about it. I would use it at Costco. <laughs> oh, Franklin. See, well, you gotta be okay. I Anyways. value my car too much. There's a reason why there's a room. So basically, you, if you strategically park, you can use it. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Like, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, you're right. But based off how the feature works currently, to get the most Listen, out of I'll it, I'll be really impressed when they do reverse. You know, when they do park, seek and park mode. That, yeah, then that's I will more be very useful. impressive. Yes, that that would be very impressive. He didn't he say last time he mentioned that he said that it's a little bit weird right now where it doesn't always park in between the lines. Of or course, something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Well, yeah. But. Well, if you see the way normal smart summons or forward smart summons work, there's no doubt that yeah, it's wonky. <laughs> Let's but just they, say I wish all parking lots were like Costco parking lots where you got ample space. Oh yeah, that cars. little bumper thing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But it's like I've had moments where it's been raining and I've pulled it up and it's great. Where I don't get. Oh no, wet. there's a use case for it. For, absolutely. But yeah. Still part uh, you know, F FSD is is their priority right now. It's like all work on summon and smart summon is basically dropping everything. Out. I'm surprised we're we're having SpaceX launches when <laughs> that's not on the back burner. <laughs> we're gonna get to SpaceX in a little bit, but before okay. that, let's just let, let's get to the Canadian take or spin on it because we've talked about this and this is everything we've talked about FSD uh, tonight has been strictly pertaining to the US because that's the only place it is right now. And and I'm sorry to tell you the download button and writing emails and all this stuff, it's only for the Americans. Like it's not for Canadians. And the three of us on the panel here are Canadians. So so our good friend James Locke, who's also Canadian, even though he lives down in the States, uh, followed up on Elon, Elon's que uh, 
tweet there where he talked about the beta and 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 the like you said, Trevor, the legal licensing part of it. And he said, uh, Canada going Canada going to be included this round or still wait uh, or still await due to regulations. And he put the little Canadian flag <laughs> in case it wasn't sure. And Elon replied to him, said, should be very soon. Many subtle differences between U.S. and Canada roads, so harder than it seems. So my take on that? Yep. Uh, 90% of that is Quebec's fault. <laughs> 90? That's it? Uh, I'm glad. Uh, as, as a, as street a, lights friend. and potholes, my friends. <laughs> I, people are going to get angry. I wish uh, they just region-locked. Yeah, I wish they region locked the areas that were preventing us from getting it. Um, again, inside source was telling me that a lot of it has to do with snow and we're going to receive it basically when the snow is gone uh, from what I understand, but they're still trying to collect as much snow data as they can currently uh, because come next winter, they can't just shut it off all of a sudden because there's snow, right? Really? Well, what about our friend uh, Chris there, uh, Dirty Tesla? He's in Michigan. He gets snow. How come he got it? I think uh, that's a BS argument. The beta testers were told not to use it in snow. Is this your assumption or you heard it somewhere? No, I've I've seen actual mm, emails and to, stuff like that. You're allowed that. to talk about this kind of stuff? I don't want to get like a, two, a cease two and degree. desist letter. <laughs> two degree. Like I said, I've I've seen a lot of like inside information about the beta uh, recently. Well, it kind of ties in, I think, a lot of ways of arguments that I've made about you know this whole concept of going to level four and eventually level five. There is absolutely no way, no way that Tesla is going to get to level five with the current hardware that they have right now. I'm sorry. You can talk about software all you want, but, you know, in the winter conditions, when you get snow built up on the front of your car and you lose the radar and you lose all autopilot capabilities, and then you have cameras that are obstructed because they don't have spray washers on them. So you're not going to get to level five because if you read the regulations, you look at level five, it means full autonomy in all conditions all the time. That's like nine point followed by how many nines, right? Twelve, uh, 12 nines. Whatever the case may be. I don't know. So unless they really deal with the hardware issue of adding sprayers or something like that to the cameras so that the robo-taxi fleet can ultimately be indeed fully autonomous because nobody's going to go outside and lick all the cameras on the cars. I mean, you know, it's not happening. That's so anyways, that's a discussion for another time, but I just, you know, it, it still bothers me that people are still touting Tesla's going to get to level five. I'm sorry, folks. It's yeah. not happening with the current hardware suite. Uh, have you, have you um, noticed Elon's not even using the term level five anymore? Well, of course not because there, we're, well, look, we're, we're at level two right now. We're on the cusp of almost level three, but the way that if you look at it, the way it's written in the regulations that autopilot, even FSD right now is still level two and will always be level two for as long as driver intervention and uh, is still required. So this See nag it. screen, if they keep the nag screen in there and you got to keep your hand on the steering wheel to get rid of it, that will always be level two. Always. Yeah. Uh, you know, if Tesla moves up a notch and does eventually implement driver monitoring so they can get rid of the nag, eh, you could almost call that level three. So anyways, there's a lots of little variations and little subtle details between the different levels. And some people don't really even understand it. And I don't think the regulators really fully look at it. So I think that makes sense in the sense that that's the way Tesla's talk or Tesla. I mean, Elon is, is talking about FSD now these days that he's not really talking about the autonomy levels at this point because there's just 
I mean, people can nitpick about things just like we're doing now. Wasn't it like two months ago? Correct me if I'm wrong. They said they'll have level five by the end of the year. His words. That's not happening. He used level five. No, no. He, he, I, I, or do you I see feature complete? Nope. He actually used the word level five. Really? Well, maybe in California where the weather's nice all the time, but I'm telling you, it's not happening up here. What I agree with you. I don't think our hardware here is capable. It's, it's not capable. No. Yeah. And it's not, it's not so much maybe to some extent the hardware limitations, but the hardware in conjunction with our weather is well, weather is, is <laughs> weather is the big thing that makes the hardware inadequate, right? You get yeah. snow, you get ice build up on the cameras. And I mean, you have a robot taxi and you get an ice storm or something like that. And the robot taxi is driving around all of a sudden it's blinded. It's not level five anymore. Friends. It's yeah. not happening. It's parking. so you need a combination of things. Like if you want this thing to be redundant, you not only need potentially either redundant camera systems or, extra hardware and technologies in there that would mitigate the weather issue. So, okay. So front windshield wipers. Okay. We already have heaters around the cameras. We know that windshield wipers go up and clean the camera. I'm not quite as worried about the front camera, but the side, you know, no, not, no, not even LIDAR. I'm talking about the cameras like on the B pillars and the front fenders and the rear camera. So you're going to need heaters on those things. And I'm talking good heaters, not just like, I'm not talking just like cabin spill through of heat here. I'm talking dedicated heaters on these. And second of all, sprayers, because you can melt the ice, but if you get dirt and mud and all kinds of crap on there, and I'm sorry, hydrophobic coatings are not good enough. No, it isn't. Right? Anyways, I don't want to turn this into a rant, but I, no, no. the bottom it, line is I'm, I'm not buying FSD on the Cybertruck. Yeah, you know what? In the last it's a waste few, of money. Yeah. I, I, I see. You know what? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would have argued with you about that, but you know what? I'm slowly coming around to, to the same i mean i'd love to try it don't get me wrong and i've already paid for it so i might as well use it in my car when i can but for me to spill out that kind of money on on a new vehicle that i don't think that i can use it i mean my use case is probably going to be a lot of ways with you dax i want to you know pull a trailer um i know with my model x the moment you plug something into that trailer you lose autopilot completely period yeah not yeah. even auto steer no cruise control or maybe you got cruise control, but not auto, no auto steer, none of that stuff. So, my, so I'm assuming that you know FSD would be the same thing. So my original idea to clean the cameras, by the way, and you know, like you over-engineer a solution for a problem. So my idea was <laughs> my my frunk opens up, right? So mm -hmm. if I put my drone in the frunk, if I was able to put a spray bottle on it, I can have the drone <laughs> fly out, spray okay. all the cameras, okay. fly on back the, into the, the frunk, yeah. and then shut. So anytime I pre-start my car to heat it up, because we're talking winter. The drone would fly out, clean all my cameras while my car is heating up, and then fly back in and go back into its charging base. The front closes, and then did somebody to go. develop a car or van or something like that had a built-in. I think it was Honda, right? Honda had a built-in drone in the top of the van that would come out. Oh, I think it was BMW <laughs> that actually has a patent on this, where they have drone. They have a patent where they say drones will fly and clean your car for you as it's in lots. I did hear something about that years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you look at this screenshot, right? Perfect example. Yes. This is this is something I took just probably two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago. I was driving home and I was going west around dinner time when the sun was setting. And I only bring this up because you guys are talking about inclement weather and stuff like that. This was a sunny, dry day. Oh yeah. It was clear, not a cloud in the sky. But you know what was in the sky? That big orange ball, <laughs> and it was blinding. I'm gonna full screen so you guys see. It was blinding the the front uh, 
windshield camera and this message came up and the screen i've never seen this for it was turning it was flashing red instead of the blue nag on when you're on autopilot it was mm -hmm. flashing red and this message came up said uh, traffic control feature may be degraded front camera blocked or blinded that's just I get, in the I get that on the I get those on the on the B pillar cameras quite often. Yeah, yeah, I've got it a couple times on the B pillar camera for whatever reason. But this was on the front camera, and like I had my visor down, my sunglasses on, and it was blinding me. So no surprise, it was blinding the camera for sure. So that in itself, whether excluding weather, that was that was yeah. well, it's still weather based, well, but yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, good weather. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. Th these, I mean, we could go on for about weather. We can go on about subscription. <laughs> I'm done <laughs> talking about FSD. Move on. Yeah, yeah. This is um, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about. Oh, is this FSD? No, no. This is you were you alluded cyber to truck. it. Yeah, the cyber truck. Um, now it's not a huge, not a lot of information, but um, Elon did tweet about it, and this uh, article is brought to to you guys by my friend Drive Tesla Canada, which is uh, Darren. He does great work here, and he's got some. Oh, and this was actually from him. Anyways, it was an um, update that uh, Elon was talking about, and I'll go scroll down for the tweet. Gary Black, uh, he's that financial guy, right? That investor or, or analyst or something like that, if I remember correctly. He asked Elon back on uh, March 6th, I think this was the same day with the whole uh, FSD thing. He said, any update on the Cybertruck first delivery date, cool features or any options, patiently waiting. And Elon replied to him, says, I think, and, and tell me if you heard this before, maybe a few months ago. He said, mm -hmm. update probably in Q2. Cybertruck will be built at Giga Texas. So focus right now is on getting that beast built. Very vague, turned into an article. <laughs> um, probably is the update, is, is the keyword there. Yeah. Well, yeah, he and, said they would probably show uh, what it looked like back in December. Well, he yeah. said in about a month, and that was in November, which would have been mm -hmm. December. Exactly. Uh, so if you notice, he's very good with his words. Probably about soon. So, someone's <laughs> trained him. Someone's yeah. trained him. Because well, you know, Elon has finally come to realize that his Elon time is is not always, you know, on he's not always in his A game. He he has realized that. Uh listen, personally, I think as far as the Cybertruck is concerned, um, there's no doubt that when they're ready, Tesla will talk about it. Uh, listen, this is not our first rodeo. We've been through this with the Model 3. Tesla was very reticent to talk about the Model 3 until it actually reached production. And even then when it went into production, they were very reticent to talk about things. Um, so Tesla's the, it, they're funny because they, they seem to be the kind of company that they'll show a prototype and then it's like radio silence until the product is actually in production, and then it gets into customers' hands. And then those customers take the delivery. Then they start talking about the features. Tesla never does. Yeah. Well, look, it's, almost, it's it like a surprise it's, release, basically. Yeah, it's almost like they want to purposely keep things completely under wraps as long as humanly possible to try and delight the early people to get as much press as possible from those people that first get the cars rather than fine, we're going to do a reveal and now we're going to talk about all the specs and then you can buy the car. They've never done that. It's always been people get the car and then they start talking about it. Like look at model Y. They didn't talk about model Y. They revealed the car, had no intro, finally started getting production. And then people were clamoring about, 
you know, what's the size of the, you know, what's the back seat like and what's this and what's Towing that. And and this, it, yeah. We didn't find out any of that information until it actually got in the customer's hands. Yeah. And I think a lot of ways the Cybertruck's going to be the same way. Yeah. At least they had a reason for the, for the why, because they didn't want to eat into the three sales. And well, I think he, at least I think that and makes sense. Here, here, there, I mean, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm no, I agree with you. I, I want to know as much as the next guy, but it's like part of me is just like, man, I just want it in my hands and then spend all this time discovering all the fun stuff about it without knowing it prior. It's just, it's kind of like, but the people Spoilers that are asking, look, the way I look at it is like the people that are asking about wanting to know all the Cybertruck details is just like my wife as a kid who would go under the Christmas tree and wrap all of her gifts and wrap them back up. So on Christmas Day, she knew exactly what she was getting. <laughs> By the way, happy International <laughs> Women's Day, everyone. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, Trevor, you sorry, I didn't mean to throw my wife under the bus. <laughs> you plan not to throw any the of these. <laughs> but that's just the way she is, right? Do you plan I, I don't not know. to follow like any to of the news releases for it? Sorry? Trevor, you want to be surprised. So, you plan not to, like, oh, Cybertruck, okay. Like, you blocking that word out of your, like, no, no, feed? no. It's just, well, you see, the thing is, is that we all know this. Oh, can you please not get up there? Come on. Yes. Yes. I don't want to have to tell you twice. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with, you know, the truck coming up in the configurator and then here are the options you can buy, but the fine details. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I Tess like is not known for that. Yeah. No, I like to find out on my own, you know, it's like, Oh, you open up the glove compartment. <gasps> oh, look at this neat little present in there. Tesla sweats the details in those little things. And it's not until you tear things apart. Sometimes you really go digging that you find all the little things that are not even shown on the website, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, I would, it would not surprise me that when they do show it, it'll be like, okay, yeah, it has mirrors because regulations. And But unless you actually see the cars side by side, you're not necessarily going to see all the little minute details. Some people were fortunate to have seen the real prototype in person. Most people haven't. So it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, well, all I know is the production car and not what we saw as, as far as the prototype is concerned. So anyways. I'm actually surprised we've seen as much as it have, as we did. When I, and when I'm talking about that, I'm talking like the Jay Leno thing and everything. Like I, mm -hmm. I thought like after the reveal, just like the Y, just like the 3, you wouldn't see it until months or years later when they started – doing those drives and around Fremont. There's a lot of details about the Cybertruck. If you pay attention to the prototype, there's a lot of details that they built into the prototype. Like most people, they build a prototype. It's like a show car. It's not representative of the final uh, production car because hills. they don't put all the features in. But Tesla put a lot of stuff in there. I mean, you got tracks in the bed. You got rails on the side. You got lighting in there. You've got the charge port with the compressor built in, the T-slot. I mean, there's so much stuff that they built into the prototype. So my opinion is that we're going to see all those things on the final car. There'll be some tweaks here and there for usability sake. And, you know, okay, well, that didn't quite work out. We're going to make a little change here and there. Um, I think most of the changes, as far as that's going to be concerned, is going to be things like on the interior. They really got to refine the interior a little bit more, my personal opinion. If you guys have seen the F-150, what Tesla, or what Tesla, what Ford has done with the F-150 with the built-in, you know, laptop work center and stuff, man, I would love to see that on the Cybertruck. That makes total sense. I'd be a little disappointed. I mean, I'm setting myself up for disappointment that they're not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think- You know would, they won't ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but that's just something that I would hope that Tesla really pays attention to and really takes it to the next level. My expectations is at least not on the first one. Remember, Cybertruck is not going to be the same vehicle forever. They are going to iterate on it, and it is going to get better over time. We've already seen it in all the other the current cars, right? So if they don't do it in the first iteration, okay, 
maybe in the future, uh, you know, they'll do something like that. But I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised by the things that we see in the truck. Um, again, it will look like the prototype minus some small little differences where it makes sense for well, whatever that, reason. Exactly. And that's, that's what I wanted to, to get out of, out of you and, and Franklin too. What do you guys like? Everyone's getting, everyone's, I guess, since Joe Rogan podcast where he, he talked about little changes, how they have to make it at approximately 3% smaller or whatever to fit in the tunnel and, and all that kind of stuff. So ever, since then, I find everyone wants to know what it's going to look like, what changes. I mean, I've had people come up, not on the street, but at, at work and stuff and say, hey, so you know what the changes are going to be with the Cybertruck? It's like, guys, it's not going to change. We have the, history. Yeah, for the most part, majority of people, probably other than maybe 1% of hardcore Tesla people uh, like ourselves or not, maybe not even us, maybe outside of us are not going to be able to tell the difference of what no. this truck is going to look like. I mean, you look at the last uh, two products, the model three and the model Y. I mean, how many people actually saw the prototype and can compare it against the current car? Very, very few people. Exactly. Um, the car isn't for all intents and purposes, exactly what they showed, um, you know, uh, as far as the prototype is concerned. Yeah, there's some minor changes in the interior, but there's nor here nor there. That's kind of expected. Uh, I think the Cybertruck is going to look exactly like the prototype mm -hmm. with the addition of mirrors, some small little changes here and there. K keep in mind, the prototype Cybertruck had no windshield wipers. Tesla has known for hiding the windshield wipers for aerodynamic reasons underneath the hood. So now that breaks up the shape of the Cybertruck in a sense, because now you have to have the split happening between the hood and the windshield, right? Because you got to keep that. So whether they implement something that's similar to what we have now in terms of the windshield wipers, or they implement this fabled electromagnetic one, I don't know. So yeah, obviously, some, wipers, right? yeah. Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not a. I'm not a. <laughs> no, I'm not a believer in the the, the laser thing. It definitely the magnetic. Electro, elect, the electromagnetic one makes more sense. How that's implemented, I don't know. So I'm expecting to see some differences there for sure because that just makes sense, right? Um, obviously, changes in the interior. You know yeah. that 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 paper dash. That's not happening. They're going to do something else. Uh, the yoke steering wheel still up in the air personally 50 percent of me is like it has no business being in the cyber truck because it is you know it's a it's a truck after it's a all truck, exactly um the other half to me is like well it's a spaceship from the future so yeah it deserves one um even the model s right now that they're producing uh you know lots of people are like still expecting the yoke but we still haven't spotted one in the wild yet it's so polarizing that yoke eh? <laughs> um yeah i, I mean it, it's going to happen it's just a matter of you know, the regulators getting off their high horse and letting, you know, Tesla prove to them that things are right. But anyways, that's nor here nor there. You said um, it before the, before we went live, how uh, hey, the community hey, like jumps on a certain topic and then like 24 hours later, something else comes out. Like that <laughs> steering wheel was all I saw. Like, oh my God, I hate that wheel or I love it. Yeah. And then like two days and later, like the object. <laughs> yeah. Everyone... Well, it, it, the Cybertruck's the same way, right? Remember the first time you see it and like, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And like the next day I'm like, Man, that thing's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it's just like that. It's just it's just because Tesla tends to do things like that are Mark. shocking. <laughs> Tesla does things that are shocking, and and your body takes time to absorb it and yeah. and make it right, and then it becomes your new normal. I mean, I have a huge screen right here, and it's the whole backdrop is this three D render I did of the Cybertruck, and I look at that thing every day. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to be driving that monster. <laughs> no, it's going to be wait. awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping in a lot of ways. I mean, if you remember, the Cybertruck had the flush door handles like the Model S, right? Yeah. For those of guys who've been paying attention, uh, Tesla had a lot of problems with those door handles on the Model S. They still do. I'm hoping that they finally 
this thing because last thing I want to do is have to deal with those stupid door handles. Yeah, you know what? Give us Model 3 door handles. I don't care. I think that's like the number one replaced part on the Model S. Yep. Yeah, yeah they always have a lot okay. of warranty replacements so on that. Hopefully they've learned and they've engineered something that's going to work right this time. I don't know. We'll see. We have a yep. question here. Question Will Tesla time? lower the price for oh, Canada as go. it doesn't reflect the current exchange rate? Here we go. <laughs> Trevor was trying his hardest not to get into this. But, you know, it's a question. So, Dave Dave wants to know, what, what, know what do you think, Trevor? ignoring this. So, you know, I have to highlight this just for Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know what? I, we joke around. I totally agree with you, Trevor. I mean, there, something needs to be done. And you, you tweeted out to Elon, did you not? Oh, several times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is that, um, you know, outside of the U.S., everyone's at a disadvantage because Tesla doesn't do any foreign exchange hedging like many other car manufacturers do in order to keep the prices as close as possible. It's basically straight exchange plus whatever import duties and taxes and stuff. So Teslas are just basically more expensive outside of the U.S. than any, you know, than the U.S. itself. However, if you look at the Canadian site, I mean, our dollar has actually improved dramatically over the last year because Tesla yeah. is still uh, pricing their cars as if it was still 40 cents on the dollar. But it's not anymore. It's like 25 cents. And Tesla has generally been pretty good about adjusting for exchange rates when they release new cars or they make significant changes. That's happened several times now. We haven't seen any price changes. Now, I've gone on Twitter and tried to get to Elon's attention on this. Like, okay, you guys were pretty good about this, but now you're not doing it anymore. What, what's going on? Like, why are we trading it? Uh, you know, why are you still charging us 40 cents on the dollar when it's actually 25 and it's been 25 or so for, for some time now? I'm not, a, I'm not asking you to adjust it every week, but, you know, maybe you should take a look at it every six months or a year. Uh, I understand that Tesla has a cost of doing business outside of the U.S. That's a given, right? You know, we, we have different insurance here, uh, the legal ramifications of having two official languages. I mean, uh, those things. But when you look at a Model S in the U.S. and you compare it to the Canadian, I mean, you can't tell me there's $16,000 worth of price difference that's warranted of that. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and even some people are down in, in the chat saying the exchange uh, is more than just the exchange. But even if you factor in the added cost, on top of the exchange, it still doesn't equate to a buck forty. Well, 40 I remember, you know, you guys. I don't know if you guys remember, but Tesla used to have a pretty good PR person. His name is George Blankenship, yep. and he came from Apple. Great guy. I miss him dearly. He was he was wonderful for Tesla. But anyways, um, in 2013, when Tesla started um, shipping the Model uh, S in earnest. He had answered some Canadian questions about it. Listen, we, we charge things, you know, with exchange plus a couple of thousand bucks just for cost of doing business. Okay, that's reasonable. Um, but this is so far beyond reasonable now, it's just not even funny. So I understand, you know, tack a couple thousand bucks on, but you can't tell me that, you know, a Model S has to cost $16,000 more or even um, an SR plus, you know, what is it, five to $6,000 more. because they haven't, and it's like you said, they haven't adjusted the prices in so long that... Uh, we're kind of getting screwed. Yeah. Uh, where, like, when I got my Model 3, it was exactly what you said. It's the exchange rate plus a couple of thousand dollars for the price of paying business. And that's yep. because it, they were just coming out. And I was like, okay, it worked out great. Um, but it, yeah, like right now, there's no, we're basically it's so far screwed. out of whack right now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of wondering how that's affecting their sales in a lot of ways because 
you know, let's face it, as Canadians, we do import a lot of goods from the U.S. We use a lot of goods in the U.S. So we're very, we're hyper aware of the exchange rate all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you go look at a Tesla, uh, you know, and you're maybe you're cross shopping or if you looked at U.S. prices and you're left scratching your head, like, why are we paying 40 percent more? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. And Especially when we, it's twenty one percent currently. Like that's a huge. Well, jump. See what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'm using twenty five as yeah, well. Even, last week, but but even if you round it up to twenty five, yeah. I mean, and the problem, uh, what makes it worse, what adds salt to the wound is we can't drive down there and pick one up and bring yeah. it back up here. That's I we're mean, very if, much at a disadvantage. Americans can import Canadian cars, but we cannot do the reverse. Yeah. Even though it is New technically cars. allowed, yes. Even though it is technically allowed on the on the um, on the Riva, on the Riv site, which was the yeah, registered RIV. import vehicles uh, site, uh, because there was a, a long, long time Tesla did not allow that at all, even for used cars. You couldn't bring them in because you couldn't get them plated or anything like that. Um, technically, you can do it now, but I don't know of anybody who's actually done it. Yeah, and you know, Elon, I, I haven't Maybe get the FSD to... beta quicker though, so it might be worthwhile. <laughs> I haven't gone and looked for the tweet, but someone asked Elon about that a couple of weeks ago, and he he went and talked. I think he was talking mainly about Norway, was it, or one of the one of the European countries? I think it was Norway, and he was talking about all the the different um, uh, tariffs and European this and European that, and it made sense for that. But for us, we don't have tariffs. We don't. We have a free trade agreement. I think it's called in in the new thing now that they just did. It's, it's not called NAFTA anymore. It's called um, Canada United States Mexico Agreement, the CUSMA or something like that. And for that reason, it should be free trade. We shouldn't be paying. And unless I'm reading it wrong, unless I'm there ignorant was, to it, there was a time with a Model S when they were charging more because the the Model S was um, was less than the fifty one percent made in the U.S on account, I think, for most of the batteries at that point, because the batteries are coming from Japan, which quali- which didn't qualify for the NAFTA agreement. So there was a premium to be paid. Model 3, Model S, or Model 3 and Model Y, 75% made in the U.S. now. So we're well beyond that. But yet, yeah, here we are still paying a premium. So I, ho- I hope that answers your question, Dave. <laughs> it's not going to get cheap. Well, we don't know. I, I, I can't, can't I mean, even sit here and still, say. There's still hope. Yeah. We got to get eyeballs on this. And we got to get the right eyeballs. Yeah. Elon, Elon's in Texas. He's building rockets. He's not paying attention to the business anymore. Yeah, he's looking up. He's not looking down. <laughs> hey, there's some Canadian content creators that'd be angry if the price dropped because you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see Dax's face. He's like, stop. <laughs> content creators. Oh, I see. Yeah. He curates content technically, and he wasn't happy on the last price drop or one of the price drops. Okay, never mind. Okay, I still don't know what you're talking about. Okay, our <laughs> last topic before we wrap up the show is uh, from Drive Tesla Canada, and I guess Franklin, y- you can you can uh, answer to this a lot, and but I still want Trevor's take on it. Starlink, I, I didn't think it was going to happen because I think last year or before Elon had someone had asked Elon about it, and and he. He gave a weird answer, but this this article and this news thing so, sort of says something different. Starlink satellite internet may be coming to your car soon enough. Your car meaning hopefully a Tesla, or but you never know. It could be any any car. So anyways, um, Darren here found a recent FCC application which revealed that SpaceX is looking to expand satellite internet service to moving vehicles, vessels, and aircraft. Like, can you imagine that? So I guess it has to do – it, it's – Check out this name. It's called Earth Stations in Motion, 
eSIM. It's not the same kind of eSIM you're thinking of for your phones, that kind of eSIM. It's Earth Stations in Motion. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so they, they want to do it for the... Uh, so right, It says can US. Can it be the bearer of bad news? What? So Elon tweeted, not connecting Tesla cars to Starlink as their terminal is much too big. This is for aircraft, ships, large trucks, and RVs. Yeah. Can you let the, least the addition? Let me it's current finish. incarnations too big. Yes, but they're talking about a mini. Uh, there's, there was an application that uh, linked the latest Starlink mini rumors that was floating over Twitter and stuff like that. So they're thinking maybe that they may make a smaller dish to use this eSIM technology. But he just said not connecting to Tesla did he, cars. Did he say that while I've been doing the show? Five twenty four. Not connecting Tesla cars to Starlink. Uh, it's very sucks. clear. Okay. Not connecting Tesla cars. It's okay, so not okay. gonna stop me from putting an arm in the back of the Cybertruck with a Starlink on it. So when you go <laughs> camping, you just open it up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you you can speak to this. This sorry, I apologize. I didn't see that late breaking news before. I I'm sorry. Fish for this article. Um, I appreciate you uh, clarifying that, Franklin. And I thank you very much for ruining my last topic. Uh, but while we're on a Starlink topic, maybe you can tell us. Uh, I know you've done some videos. You, you've um, bit the bullet, and you're a beta tester of the Starlink. Um, and I saw your last video about video games and online streaming and online video games and stuff. Ed. And in a nutshell, go watch his video. Don't take my word for it if you haven't watched the video. But in a nutshell, it works great when it works. <laughs> so there's not enough latency where it's noticeable for input lag, which is great. Uh, so... It's fantastic, but I find that there's too much maintenance, uh, like downtime. Uh, basically, your downtime is split up into three categories. You have obstruction downtime, lost satellite downtime, and then scheduled maintenance downtime. And scheduled maintenance downtime is just happens way too often, where especially if you're trying to game uh, online, <laughs> you have scheduled maintenance, and they don't mm -hmm. tell you. Uh, it's not scheduled in the sense where it's like, hey, there's an actual schedule. It just happens randomly. Uh, so, and then when I was playing, I found I got no warning, <laughs> no warning. No, it just poof. Your internet's gone. Right? Scheduled downtime. We just, at whatever. least windows says we're shutting down your computer in five minutes to do a, like, a I like to get update. their <laughs> Google calendar maintenance schedule or something. So I can add it to my, to my calendar or something, but, uh, there's that. And then I find that, uh, the latency is great when it's working, but then it has like spikes of latency and I've showed it in the app where basically it just totally disconnects you or it'll give you like huge spikes of lag. And someone commented, they're like, oh, you don't have it set up right. You have obstruction view. I'm like, no, no, you don't <laughs> understand. It's not my setup. It's it's still beta, right? And we go back and, to that and word. And that's what I think it is, right? Yeah. And I've, I'm in the process of putting up the video this week coming at some point, hopefully. Uh, I've connected all 100 plus devices to it and it works great. Uh, I have- 100 yeah, I have, plus? Over, I have over 100 wireless devices in my house. And uh, I have them all connected to it. And you and wonder why your current ISP sucks. <laughs> I get brain cancer next week. <laughs> well, and it, and it works. And his it neighbors works too. Um, so, like, I'll give you an example uh, of how well it does work. And the gaming is a negative negative experience, obviously. Uh, but I have a, I have over a dozen Nest cameras around my house, and. When I load them up, it loads up instantly. Jesus, or, you work for CSIS? I know someone who has uh, Rogers, who lives right close to me, who loads up their Nest cameras, and it's 
delayed when it's loading. So Starlink is actually substantially better for my cameras where it's much worse for gaming, right? Yeah, and not sharing your neighbor's trunk. Yeah, so yeah. It, it does it does work well uh, when it's working. Different radio it just, spectrum, right? Yeah, it's just too much maintenance downtime. Like he put out that tweet uh, last week where he said, "Hey, we're going to make the speed faster." I think it's fast enough. I just want to see it more stabilized. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it. In, in all fairness, though, since you've had it, you've noticed the speed increase, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is what Mark's saying in 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 the in the chat. It's that it's beta. So. Obviously, we you you've taken that into consideration. You of anyone understands that you know there's going to be growing pains and hiccups and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. So this time next year, it could be like flawless in yeah. terms of downtime and hiccups, and the speed could be ten x. Who knows? And that's just it, right? I see it as like I'll give an example of how beta this is. If you want to, you set it up. And you enter in your username, like your SSID and your password for your Wi-Fi. If you want to change that, you have no portal you can go to. You have to factor reset the thing to <laughs> set up a new uh, new Wi-Fi <laughs> name or Wi-Fi password. They haven't even gone around to building that. No, that part so, of the software. Yeah, yeah. So, like when I say beta, like That's or beta. when they say beta, they really mean beta, right? It's so. beta of the beta of the beta. It's more of like an alpha build, if I have to be honest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got is, the invite too, but I was just like, nah, my internet's stable here. And I, yeah. the last thing I need is another freaking <laughs> cost of living. Yeah. Jesus. 800 well, bucks too. It I know. sucks because, like, if I go two streets over, I can get like true fiber in my, like, where they are. But really? where I am, I can't get good speeds just because I live in literally like the wrong two streets of where they did the installation. Yeah. Have you thought of moving? I, I have, yeah. I know you. It's for internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, I know people listening at home thinks think I'm joking, but if you know uh, Franklin like I know Franklin, that probably has crossed his mind when oh, it comes to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I one thing I learned about Starlink, and yeah, I have no interest in getting it right now because my just like Trevor – the area I'm in is quite fine and they just can't compare prices. Like, I mean, I pay 70 bucks a month and I get a gig down. So I can't, I can't complain about that. But um, what I did learn about it is you can't take it on the road. You can't like move around. You can't go camping with it. You put it on your motor home or anything. Well, not yet. Does this go back to my, my topic <laughs> or <laughs> are you, are you, you're meaning like, they're gonna lift that. Condition, well, the, the 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 constellation's not filled out yet, right? They don't have all latitudes covered yet. So. There's actually a cool website. And oh, I don't that's remember funny. the name currently, uh, but it actually showed where all the Starlink. Yeah, uh, I forget what that's called. It's called NASA.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But okay. it's a good service. It just it's in oh, the works, for, right? For people up north. Oh, it's brilliant for people. Yeah. That are, I have friends yeah. that have a cottage and they were like, we got crappy internet. I says, I have a solution for you, but you're going to have to wait a year. And yeah, and they're probably paying an arm and a leg out there too, from what I understand. Uh, you know, part of you is like, hey man, I'm in the cottage. Do I really need internet? I mean, well, that's you survive this long without internet. My buddy just built a cottage on an island and uh, he signed up for it. He can't get it till the fall, but he can't wait because before this, his, um, 
what, what was he looking at? I think, I think he was looking at dish, some kind of satellite. Like, and you know how painful that is. Or the old point to point systems. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Carrier pigeon communication. Car- we may go back to that, buddy. You never know. It just takes one meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that movie. What was that movie? Uh, what was that movie I saw on Amazon just a couple weeks ago with um, Gerard Butler? Was it? Oh Never my! Saw. Yeah, it was the the satellite coming, killing everything. Uh, <laughs> it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It had yeah. the girl from. Um, remember the old TV show from about five ten years ago? V, the re the remake of the original. Oh, v. Re- oh God, I remember had, the original V. Greenland. Thanks, John. Greenland. Yeah. I don't want to give away the ending, but it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what the movie's called? Greenland? Greenland, yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh it's interesting. Yeah. Twenty twenty film? Uh yeah, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. It was it's on Amazon. <laughs> okay. I'm uh all right. It says eighty eighty eight percent of people like this film. Oh really? Six point four, yeah. I yeah, six point four out of ten on IMDB, seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, wow, but only thirty three percent in this chat liked it, so I don't know, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> my wife won't like it because it's it's not science fiction it's not a chick flick it's a little sorry, sorry i should say it's science fiction if it's science fiction she wants nothing to do with it it's got a little bit of romance in it i can't lie <laughs> it's it's about a couple having some marital uh you know you watch the movie <laughs> all right all right I'll, i'm gonna watch it put it on my my wish list yeah and if you don't like it don't blame me Okay. All right. uh, I, I'm not you can't sure. tag your wish list with the person who suggested it so you know who to blame <laughs> <laughs> Netflix new social media platform I blame him yeah. Yeah. blame your friends easier than ever before <laughs> well I can tell you a series to watch and I know you'll love it whether you're into it or not and you won't be blaming me it's WandaVision watch that but this is I've been hearing about that I gotta go and watch oh, if, if you're at all into the Marvel universe? I am not, but I'll watch one episode. Okay, then then oh no no you need to, then don't, okay, so don't watch just one episode because you'll think what the hell am I watching? You got to watch two or three episodes. Okay, all right. Yeah. The first the first episode or first couple are black and white. Yeah, the first episode is Bewitched. I'm telling you right okay. now, that's not right. giving anything away. But you got to. We've been we started watching uh, Kim's Convenience. That's funny, I hear. Which is an awesome show. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It? Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. CBC show on Netflix. Can you imagine? And I never watch CBC, but this is a good show. Oh, anyway. That's true. It is. It is a CBC. Yeah, it's a great show. It Welcome only took to the American viewers won't know what the hell I'm talking about. Welcome to the TV watching podcast. Sorry, guys. No, I started. I should watch. Does anyone have any? I don't have. Uh, let me think. Do I have any? I, I'm totally unprepared for this uh, week's episode. Does anyone right. have any uh, Tesla stories? Uh, we have a quick question. Oh, you got a question? Good. I can save our Tesla story then. Go ahead. It's, it's at the bottom there. Do you guys like the new Iconic 5? Ionic 5? Ionic. Ionic 5. The vehicle yeah, I think load, it's awesome. Lazy yeah. boy seats, fast charging speeds, and exotic paint colors. I love the look of it. More cars it's, like this. It's, it's, it's like Hyundai's, Hyundai's version of like a Cybertruck Mini. I think yeah. it's awesome. I, it looks I like great. It yeah. I'm very, very excited. Um, Franklin uh, and I have had this conversation uh, a few months ago regarding Hyundai, <laughs> um, but I like it. I, I think I know your take on it, Franklin, which is probably mm-hmm. the opposite of mine. But no, it looks it looks it looks promising. If if they can deliver everything that they showed that it's supposed to do with that reverse charging, what do they call load something to load or something? Like that. Yeah, I mean, how, how angry were you, Dex, when you saw the 
Apple squish squash the rumors there. I wasn't angry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a were you? Hyundai <laughs> fanboy. For anyone listening at home, because we've sort of brought this public now. Thanks, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago, when when all the news articles in the media. Uh, picked up that rumor that Apple was in talks with Hyundai for making or partnering or partnering said, no with them. No way. Franklin's like, no way. Hyundai's a cheap brand. Why would why would uh, well you don't even like Apple to begin with, but but you're like, why would Apple like uh, uh, go go to go in partnership with such a cheap company? I, I said, you know what? That's what Apple does. Hyundai's. I said Hyundai's a come a long way. It's not the Hyundai of the of the early nineties where their cars blow up and everything. And my mom had one, and they, it did. They, it literally they, did they, blow up in Cambridge. Yeah, they make good quality cars now, and they're they're pretty far along with the EV uh, they're platform. Still considered warranty cars, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't make sense for Apple to like Apple should team up with a premium brand because they represent premium products right you wouldn't like if apple gone into the hamburger business they're not going to go team up with mcdonald's because they want to mass produce burgers they want more of a premium burger right the number one thing you have to remember with apple is that they will make their own demands and they will absolutely not accept anything lower than any quality that they would deem acceptable so if they were to partner with hyundai you can imagine that their quality standards would be so freaking high that's that, probably uh, why the deal didn't go through. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> well, the deal didn't go through did. because it got leaked. There were rumors they were talking to a BMW at one point, too. Yeah. And that and, didn't go. And there's a new rumor. I forget who the new rumor is. Uh, that there's a new company they were talking to. I forget who it was. I, I wonder if these these rumors are 100% linked to stock prices, too. Um, who knows? Put out a rumor, pump and, pump and dump. I, I do know. I do know that any company who is talking with Apple, and if you breach that contract and you talk publicly, man, you might as well be in Fight Club because you're out. That's exactly it, Trevor. That's exactly it. I think maybe that there was a lot of truth to that to that article. And as soon as Apple realized that, they're like, you know what? We were going to do business with you. We didn't want anyone to know that it was going to come from Hyundai. Maybe because like Franklin, all the Franklins in the world. Would have saw that. The only, oh, thing more, the only thing more secretive than Apple is the Pentagon. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. And Ooh. even then, it's probably a toss. No, I think I think Apple has the Pentagon beat because Pentagon's been releasing data lately. <laughs> UFO stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, wrap up the show. But before, like I said, uh, the floor is open. If anyone in the chat has any uh, questions before we go, uh, feel free to ask now or forever hold your peace. If you guys have a, a little Tesla story, it doesn't have to be a, from the past week. It could be from, I mean, Here, who's all driving at all anymore? So it could be from the last month. Here, here's a good one. Uh, Apple to acquire Lucid. See, I think that's more reasonable. Maybe that's the other one I heard right after. Yeah. Yes. I, I can see that actually, because um, what's his name, Peter Rawlinson, basically, uh, for all intents and purposes, admitted in an interview recently that it looks like their all of their FSD efforts are are pretty much going to be handled by Apple. Huh, that's a leak. Yeah, and now they're not working with Lucid. <laughs> <laughs> the first rule of talking about Apple, especially yes. with Steve, like when Steve Jobs was running the company, man, oh, he would go. He would go nuclear on yeah. people that yeah. leak stuff. I mean, it happened. Remember when the iPhone four leaked? Oh my God, what a brouhaha! Oh, um, with the with the bar AT, and everything. ATI <laughs> ATI had a deal. You guys know the story. So ATI, we're talking about two thousand one, two thousand two, somewhere Welcome around there. To the Apple and, podcast. Sorry, no, no, I, I love it. <laughs> 
So Apple was going to uh, hold an event. They were going to announce some new computers, and they were going to have the brand new ATI chips in there. ATI had done a uh, had talked the day before. Um, I think they did a press release or something like that without Apple's approval. Steve went ballistic. He literally went to the computers and told everybody, "You're ripping out." All of these ATI cards, he removed all mentions from the from the thing, all the website. Basically, ATI never did business with Apple ever again. They were dead to him. They were Literally. dead to him. Yeah. The thing he is, went ballistic. Apple currently is so far removed from Steve Jobs. And I say that as a good thing. Uh, not because Steve did a bad job, but Tim Apple. Uh, they're Tim not Apple, the same right? Apple. You're absolutely he, Tim, right. They're Tim Apple's done an excellent job Tim pushing, <laughs> pushing services because that's where the biggest money is. And from a financial perspective, like if I was investing in Apple, I'd be extremely happy, happy uh, since Tim took over because uh, he took the company in an awesome direction. Like oh, he's yeah. done really good things. He doesn't have the big flashy presentations. He doesn't have flashy product releases, but they release things at a steady pace. And Tesla, or Tesla. Apple is a company that is firing on all cylinders and they, they execute extremely well on their products. And when they release the products, notice that they don't talk about specs all that much. It's all about a story, right? That's just, that's, that's always been in Apple's DNA. They're a very different company. And I think if you look at Tesla, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that Tesla does. that's straight out of Apple's playbook. Yeah. Can you blame them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it works. Some stuff I agree with some stuff I don't, but anyways, a lot of parallels there. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. Well, well, if you guys don't have a story, we're just gonna wrap it up. We're we're past the one and a half hour mark, and oh which is just 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 over an hour, right? <laughs> we can uh, keep Dax, going. We can keep going. I'm not Dax, tired. Do you have any stories for us? I had no, a nap. I don't. Like I said, I don't have I don't have any stories. You're not gonna make any up this week, like you know. I don't. I don't make <laughs> stories up. Don't I'm, be shy because Trevor's here all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> do you, do you have a story? I have no. I don't. Right? Okay, I okay. that's fine. Mine, that's mine fine. are all real. I. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I'll give you guys a story. So, um, I have a I have a beautiful picture that okay. shows this too. You I was driving tell along. A story? Tell a story. Yeah, I'll tell the story. No, don't do that. <laughs> Stop that. So, I was don't driving die. along. So, as you guys know, for the people who are listening on a week to week basis, my city has the highest insurance rates across Ontario. Oh, I like the story. So, I was driving along yesterday. Uh, on a regular street doing 60 kilometers an hour because the smart speed was 60 kilometers an hour. And the guy to the right of me, he's the passenger, uh, thankfully. He's outside of the sunroof, standing up outside of the sunroof taking a selfie. Slow down with the story. Why? Oh, you're putting up the photo? So, yeah, and there's like a, a parade protest going on, but Still, you're driving 60 kilometers an hour standing outside of your sunroof to take a selfie. Uh, if you look at the photo carefully, and Dax is, I think Dax is in the process of pulling it up, you can actually see the whole entire front of the car smashed up. So <laughs> it tells you a lot about um, the people driving the vehicle. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Bring <laughs> up the picture. Let's see. Pictures uh, or it didn't happen, right? Yeah, and I don't know what I did. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... Uh, there's no identifying identifying things here. Oh, there... even if there is, I couldn't care less. Because <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> oh, you're right. The front is all smashed up. <laughs> yeah, the front's all smashed up. Okay. Right? Anyone listening the audio version of this? Mm, uh, at the 140 mark, one hour and 40 minute mark, go check out the picture on on YouTube on the uh, video version of this. <laughs> like, you guys thought I was joking. Like, it's hard to describe, right? Unless you see the actual photo of how dumb that person is. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are the cops? So that's the worst part about this. There were cops around and they did nothing. Like like literally a block away, there was a cop sitting on the side of the road and they drove wait, by. Wait a minute. Is he the driver? No, it looks that way, but he's not. <laughs> it, no, it does. It looks, say. Like, it looks like he's the driver. Well, autopilot at full effect. Yeah, on, on the... What is that? A Chevy Dax, Cruze? Dax, move the picture up a tiny little bit. We got John in the in the chat who's asking, "Is that Bill Gates' face on the on the building?" No, that's not Bill Gates. That's the uh, mascot who's a nobody for smokes poutine. Smokes poutine. It does look. It does look like <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're no. having too much fun. Anyway, that's my story. One of these days, I will dedicate a full YouTube channel for drivers in my city because um, <laughs> I have a lot of footage. Like a lot, like people of Walmart. What are you going to call it? People of uh, oh, drivers of <laughs> drivers, Brampton drivers is what I was Brampton's thinking. Drivers. Like I, did, I didn't think you were going to use the name of the city, but now that you did, <laughs> I don't really care. The well, how about the video I showed, shared you, Dax, the guy who wanted to get on the highway, where he did a U-turn on oncoming traffic. Like it's hard oh. to explain. He drove past the highway. He did a U-turn. On oncoming traffic, it's not like he U-turned to go back the other, like, with... It, it's hard to explain. You have to watch the video. It's insane. Like, he did a 180 to get back onto the highway with oncoming traffic. And there's people honking the horn at him, and he's like, thank you for letting him go. It's a nightmare. Just because he missed the highway entrance. Like, was just he, keep driving. Just go to the next one. What the hell exactly. is that with you? Oh, I hate people who do that. Maybe yeah. he's drunk. I'm like, I gotta stop now, or I move my exit now. <laughs> it's my world. You're just it's, living yeah, in it. <laughs> nobody else around me. I'm taking this exit, whether you're there or not. Yes. Yeah. So, like I said, I have a lot of footage, a lot of pictures, a lot of fun what, stuff that happens here. What was that one episode? Was it The Simpsons or or um um? I can't remember. If it was The Simpsons where somebody's trying to some grandma, old grandma's trying to exit, and she just like cuts off like six <laughs> lanes of traffic just to exit and creates a whole traffic jam and an accident and things are blowing up behind her and everything. I think it was, I want to say the Simpsons or um, not American dad, but um, what's the well, one that with... happens anywhere happens yeah. here a lot, but like, some this of this is stuff... my highway and I'm getting off now. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the stuff I see, like you just, I was just dying of laughter on some of the stuff I see. Cause like, what else could you do? Like the stupidity level. And that's why going, we'll tie this back into FSD and then we'll stop. Please don't go FSD, back to FSD. <laughs> FSD has to be better than humans. And from what I see, at least people around me, they don't set the bar very high. Yeah, you know, I've heard I've heard that in the last last little while too. Yeah. 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 It, FSD just has like one more tweak and we're there. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Any more what, questions? Did someone did have a question for you, Trev? Love hearing the recent podcast, Trevor, about your story. It was good. Oh, good. Glad you liked it. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, I, I did a video with my my two buddies, and uh, we didn't do any Tesla news. Just talked about ourselves and stories and stuff. So yeah, go go watch it. I know it's long; yeah. it's about two hours, but um, but those are sometimes some of the best 
podcast, right? Like when you, you've heard everything in the news, you just want to sit down and chat. Yeah, and get to know yeah. each other. No, it's it's a good story. It's not a bad story. Go watch it, and it's it's not something I I talk about because you know it's involves tearjerker. No, no, it just it involves topics that I don't like talking about. You know, personal life stuff, but whatever. Yeah, we had fun. All right. Well, I think we've. Yeah, Cossack said he had a question for Trevor. Oh, right here. Here it is. When's the next cross country trip happening? Oh, that's a good question. Well, um, you guys know Kyle from um, Out of Spec. Out of Spec. Yeah, he's been bugging me. Kyle so, loves like, wait, the. Tri- <laughs> he's, trip, he eh? just he he just tweeted. He just ended up in he he just um he just arrived in L.A. with the, with the Maki that he's got. Um, I would love to do something with Ian again, or maybe even Kyle. If I did something with Kyle, it would probably do uh, be different. I don't know. Well, that's some, that's a discussion for another time in the pandemic. Obviously we can't do anything right now. Um, obviously when I get one of my cars from the referral program, I plan on doing a big trip, North America, like the big road trip. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Nice. John, make sure you stop off. Uh, Vancouver's on the list. Everybody's on the list. Everyone. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Well, while while we got you on on your topic of uh, cross country and everything like that, Trev, where can people find you? If like like nobody knows, but I'll just entertain. <laughs> well, if you're watching the video, uh, the handle that you see there is my Twitter handle. That's the short form. The long one is Tesla Owners Online. Um, obviously, the forum that we own and operate, TeslaOwnersOnline.com, is the best and friendliest place to talk about every Tesla because we have sections for every car that they used to make and currently make and will make. So those are the best places to find me. Perfect. Okay. Thanks everyone. No, I'm just kidding. Franklin, <laughs> where can people find you, Franklin? Uh, M Franker on Twitter, mother Franker on YouTube. And yeah, that's it. Perfect. And, and that just, it sounds like a little bit, but that's a lot. You're, you're there 24 seven monitors. Mm. You're like, like 18, uh, what's it called? ADD, I've been, right? I've been a lot less active because of like health related issues, but yeah. Franklin, how many days has it been since the announcement of FST beta that we don't have it in Canada? <laughs> oh, you still keeping track of that? I, it was like, I got, like I said, I had a lot of health stuff, so it was hard okay. to uh, keep it going on a day to day basis. It was from October 3rd till now. So uh, I'll probably get the counter going again in the very near future. Very <laughs> soon. I'll get it going again for you, Trevor. Very soon. Hey, All right. Siri, how many days since October 3rd, 2020? It was 156 days ago. 156 there you go. days. There you Still go. waiting. But, Still waiting. Hey, that, that hashtag is incredible the amount of traction it gained <laughs> and the amount it's been used it, it's the it's amazing people are pissed off yeah <laughs> well i got I, I lost so many followers because of the hashtag and it was worth every single one i lost it's great <laughs> he's really not a bad guy folks like if, if if you did unfollow him come back he's he's actually a nice guy when he's like sober it was all for jokes, right? Like everything I posted was supposed to be funny, but not everyone took it that way. Like some people are really like upset, and I'm like, no, it's supposed to be humorous. Like I don't think I deserve it or should get it before anyone else. You know, like whenever I get it, I get it, and uh, I'm not expecting to get it any time earlier than it's uh, supposed to be released. And but some people really took it serious, right? So yeah, yeah. It, you know, it is what it is. Um, and yeah. when when we get it, we will get it, right? I mean. It is whatever. 
Yeah, we you had fun doing it. It was you, buddy. Your imagination and your creativity amazed me some days. Like you got some, you got very creative at times. That's the other part. It's very hard to like 150 days. I stopped at 102 or 103, so I missed the last like 40 days, which sounds like a lot, but the 100 days of that stuff is very hard to come up with creative ideas on a day to day basis. I don't know, I don't know how I, you did it. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it you know what? It surprises. It constantly surprises me to see the creativity of people who do things, and I'm always kicking myself. Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Earl, <laughs> Earl's like a prime Earl, Earl. Earl is oh, epic. Earl, Earl is epic. What, yeah. The stuff he comes up with. Like, <laughs> but you know, some people are like that. They just have a natural sense of humor who yep. can see through all kinds of whatever, and then just zone in on the right thing. But yes. Earl's just one of those people. You know, he's quick. He's <laughs> quick witted. Yeah. Uh, anyways folks thanks for tuning in we will uh, do this next week again uh, next week's St. Patrick's Day is it not that, I was going to get to my shamrock yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that oh <laughs> Franklin you're all ready for St. Patrick's Day with the look at he's got the green, green screen yeah it's because my lighting was all messed up because I'm not feeling Just wait, great okay so, so, so w next next week wear your same shirt or actually use the same green screen and then wear a green shirt and uh, then turn here, on the green is, screen this is what <laughs> I have have floating nice head. shirt nice shirt nice shirt yeah Nice, nice. Anyways, thanks, thanks for uh, guys. I appreciate you guys helping me out tonight. Ain't uh, no problem. Very informative and uh, very entertaining. Thanks cool. so much, guys. People listening at home, thanks very much. We will catch you next week. Take care. Bye bye. See you guys.